Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Glad you're here for a fun Friday show. And today we're taking you to school. We're breaking down the My Disney Experience app. Of course, we're going to talk about some of the basics right off the top, making ADRs, linking your reservations, get you ready for your Disney vacation. But we're going to dive in and give you some pro tips using filters, looking at wait times, breaking down dining by locations that only offer mobile ordering or by cuisine, using your app to open your resort room door, using filters like Snapchat to look like you're having even more fun at Walt Disney World, checking out in the stores without waiting in line, using mobile order checkout, finding where you parked your car early in the day so that you can remember that late in, late at night when you're so tired, it has a parking lot locator. Also, if you ever get sick, there's a connection to Advent Health right there in the app to help you find a doctor to help you get maybe a prescription delivered to your Walt Disney World Resort. There's so much in this app, and we give you some ideas to get the most out of this app so that you can use on your iOS or Android device on your next Walt Disney World vacation. So hope, hopefully you learn something today and, and have some fun with us at the same time. Don't forget, our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to have you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip with us over at the Magic for Less. Check out all the great specials and fill out that free no obligation quote form today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys are the super fans, and you make all this possible. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2277 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Guess what? We made it to another Friday. Nicely done. We are going to get to the weekend and have a great one, I'm sure. And it's going to be nice today because we're going to kick it off by talking some Disney and we're going to bring you a practical show. And thank you to everybody who's given us great feedback about the draft shows we've been doing over the past month or so. Those are a lot of fun. We're not going to do one today. We're not going to drive that into the ground, but we will do a couple here and there. And they are a lot of fun. I really do enjoy those. Scott and I talk about those all the time. Ricky, you, you held your own. You got some W's on uh, social media with your picks. I did. So. And a lot of people said I was correct that Mickey and Minnie's Railway should count as a dark ride. As a slow, dark ride. It's as not a dark a sl- ride. Yeah, of, not slow. Know. Yeah. That's slow, yeah. As a dark ride, because you got to choose. Right, a two. Yeah, the whole thing. So anyway, <laughs> we are going to do some more of those. But today, we're getting practical because we want to make sure that you have awesome vacations. We, you know, sometimes on Mondays, we go back and we talk to guests about their memories that they make on their Disney cruises or Disneyland trips, Walt Disney World vacations, even Adventures by Disney. We had Gene the other day. And... uh but today we're going to get, you know, down and dirty with the My Disney Experience app. We're going to find out what is in that app that maybe you're missing that can help you have a better experience on your next Walt Disney World trip because there's more to that app than meets the eye. It's not just for mobile ordering corn dog nuggets, even though that is a great use of the app. 
even better for the buffalo grilled cheese, uh, buffalo chicken grilled cheese. I mean, that is that that's why the app was made. But we're going to tell you it does actually seven other things, maybe even more. So ready, get ready, take notes. This will be on the test because I used to be a teacher and I still have a master's degree in education. So get ready to get schooled. Joining us today, you just heard her a second ago. Ricky is down in Atlanta, Georgia. She hangs out at the mouseforless.com. Happy Friday, Ricky. What's up? Happy Friday. Uh, you know, just enjoying a great, great weekend here in Atlanta. My brother is actually coming into town so he can meet Lucy. So that is exciting stuff. So uh, we'll have a, a nice family weekend this weekend. Actually, the next two weekends because my my parents are coming into town the following weekend. So, yeah, okay. lots of family. Good stuff. And I got, by the way, I meant to say this because, you know, we're talking about going to school with the My Disney Experience app today. Shout out to all the teachers because we are getting into state testing uh, area in most parts of the country. I know that we're getting close here in Missouri. Some states have already started. I saw like Tennessee. I listened to a radio show where the Tennessee has started their state assessments. So this is like, I always say this, this is the most dangerous time of the year for all of our teachers. No matter what Megan Trainer says, forget her. Uh, I never listened to one of her songs again, just here nor there. But here's the deal. You are close to summer, but you are in the most critical part of the time because you're trying to get all these kids to perform on these state assessments, which, by the way, for the most part, they will ask questions that are probably not even in your curriculum that you've taught for the past six months. Just hang in there. Do the best you can. We appreciate our teachers. We love you. And it'll be June before you know it. and You'll be on vacation. So just, just strap in and just go along for the ride. I remember these days, man, they are wild because you you can see the finish line, but it's still like 22 miles away. Like if you're running a marathon, it, it's you can it's a tease. Like it's so close. But our teachers, we love you and we're behind you and you're going to make it. And we appreciate everything you do each and every day for our kids. So I just wanted to get that in there. So anyway, joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester, whose daughter is out there educating the future generation right now. And we appreciate she her is. so very much. So what's up, Pam? <laughs> she is. And they're actually in state testing this week. Um, this is the week for it. Um, and they have been preparing for a while in terms of, you know, she does third grade. So trying to tell them that this isn't the end all be all. No. Nothing's going to happen if they don't do well on their state testing. Um, and they will still go to fourth grade and you will still go and carry on the rest of your life. It's so funny um, when you look at our household, the way that things sort of broke down in our state testing thing. I was just naturally a good test taker. Right? Same, same. Yeah. Um, it just always was. Steve, on the other hand, has a, like a dys dyslexia and was not good at it. Um, never was. It just is not in his wheelhouse of things that he's really good at. Being really smart has nothing to do with no. whether you can take a test. Not at well. all. It's not just, at all. It's so weird. It is so weird. And a lot of Hannah's kids um, get some additional support. So I know that's a challenge too. There's really the, the state's limit, the kind of um, supports that you can give children during these testings. So that's out completely out of their wheelhouse. And it's so funny. She was saying to me last week, we spend like the whole year teaching these kids that they can always come and ask me if yes. they have a question yes. or a problem yes. or yeah. need some assistance yes. or they can ask their friends or they can whatever. Right. And then we put them in state testing and say, you can't ask me. Don't I can't ask me tell things. you. And you can't ask your friends and you can't ask for help. Mm -hmm. So it's like. 
it's crazy. I understand like the thoughts behind it. We have to have some way to measure yeah, like consistency and all that. But I was like, right. I sorry. All I can do is repeat the stem of the question. Sorry. They're like, Mr. Robin, you would always help me. Do you not love me anymore? No, I don't love you for the next two weeks. Once we get through this test then I can love you again and care, care about you again as a student and a teacher, you know, but no. nope. right now the state says I cannot care and I cannot. You just too bad. Sucker. Cannot help. No, it's cannot so heartless. Help. I mean, cause you know, the kids are, you know, I taught sixth grade. So I mean, the kids are like 11. They just think you turned your back on them. Right. <laughs> like, you're I a know. It's SOB. Rough. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> oh, teaching. Yes. Yeah. It's but. one of those things, but I mean, it's, you know, it, it's so funny because this is really the hardest time for it. teachers, but you are close to, you know, the end of the road there. It's so true. it is, true. it's like the best and the worst time. Cause I love the end of the year. Cause you got that. Once you got through testing, I got to like, what I did was cause you know, by then hopefully you've covered most of your curriculum. I would do, you know, I would still teach, but that's when I would like build bottle rockets out of, you know, and teach all these cool science lessons about volume, but we would teach it through like two liter soda bottles and like, you know, filling 60% of it with water and 40% we pump in with air and see how high we could, you know, hot glue some fins on them with, you know, cardboard. And we'd launch those suckers and they'd end up out in the middle of like this four lane road called New Hall's Ferry and hard nose who knows i mean people gave heart attacks these things come shooting out of the sky because they would come or down that, like, like a damage their car I, yeah i don't know we'd be like kids okay we're going back inside <laughs> be like uh bob grab the, grab the missile launcher let's let, let's all go back inside and we're gonna do silent reading and if anybody knocks on the door just pretend like nobody's here <laughs> Everybody wanted to be in my class because it was always exciting. Yeah, <laughs> if, the, if the police come, just deny it. We didn't shoot off bottle rockets today. We, no, we have no idea where that 7-Up seven up, seven up bottle came from. <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, teachers, we love you. But today, we're, again, we're going to school because we're going to talk about the My Disney Experience app, which, again... As soon as you book a Disney vacation, Walt Disney World, and Disneyland has their own app. So we're going to talk about Walt Disney World. We're talking about My Disney Experience. It's a free app for iOS and Android devices. And as soon as you book a Disney vacation, you want to download this app to your device because this is going to be kind of your pre-trip, uh, you know, home. And it's really going to take effect once you get to Walt Disney World. It's, I mean... And let's face it, you really can't survive your Walt Disney World vacation without this app at this point. You, you really have to have it because it does a lot of stuff. So, Pam, let's talk about the app itself pre-trip. So the first thing you do when you book a vacation, and we tell our guests this at the Magic for Less is, and you can do this also on MyDisneyExperience.com. If you're, because I'm, I'm getting to be an old dude with bad eyes. I mean, I can't even hardly wear my contacts anymore. That's why I've been wearing glasses for the last, since COVID. But you know, I, the first thing you want to do is want to enter your, your room reservation and get that linked up to your, my, you create a, my Disney experience account. Most of our listeners probably have that, but you want to yeah. put your hotel reservation in and get that all linked up so that you're in the system and ready to go. Right, Pam, that's step one. hundred percent. That's step one. Make sure you sign up for the experience. We kind of, um, walk you through that and then, you're gonna link either your package reservation or your room only reservation and your tickets in there. Um, or if you're a ticket only guest, then you're gonna link your tickets to that too, to make sure. And that's how you sorta of are going to start everything because you need to make park reservations and dining reservations and all of that, so. And people always ask, like, when should I make my park reservations? So just real quick, because we're gonna get into the app itself today. We're not gonna yes. do all this other stuff, but I always say make park reservations immediately. Just, you know, and like, ah, oh, well, I don't know what the park hours are going to be because I'm going in nine months. Just okay. throw them, just throw them out there. You know, just say like, I want to go to the Magic Kingdom twice. That's my favorite park. I'm going to Epcot twice. I love Epcot. 
you know, Animal Kingdom, I could take a leave. We'll put a day on Animal Kingdom, you know, and day three. Just try to come up with a rough copy of your, of your, you know, rough, again, teacher, but like a rough draft of your thing. You can always modify it based on availability down the road as you gather more information, as you get park hours, as you start making ADRs and you start, you know, really refining your, your trip, but it never hurts to make those theme park reservations immediately. So at least you have something there to start with. You have a framework. A hundred percent. Yes. Okay. So Ricky, look, look, okay. So we have that linked up. You have a reservation in, you got theme park reservations. We're still waiting for day 60 for ADRs, but walk us through pre-trip still with the, with the app. What are we looking at? Maybe ADRs. How do you go about that? Yeah. So, um, the app makes it pretty easy to make your, um, advanced dining reservations, which is what ADRs stand for, for those who don't know. Um, so basically all you'll do is you'll go into the app and uh, there's, um, there's the bar at the bottom that you can use. That's what I usually use. And there's a, a circle with a plus sign. Um, I think you can also uh, do the little hamburger thing to make dining reservations too. But um, oh, by the way, the just, just for people that don't know, a hamburger is the three lines. Oh, the three lines. So yeah, people yeah, yeah, aren't, yeah, yeah. aren't actually looking for like, you know, a Wimpy's burger. An actual or hamburger. Yeah, like a yeah white that's castle. true. Yes. <laughs> because we are dining so i could see how that would be yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. i mean no i mean i'm being honest because if you're not a tech no person, you're right you're, you're right exactly it's the three and lines also, at the bottom right yeah because i know when somebody told me that oh yeah it's called the hamburger and i'm like what okay, so uh, it's supposed to look like three patties is what somebody it told does. me one it's time. Supposed, yeah, yeah 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 so um so you click on the thing that says uh it'll be the first thing usually that pops up and it says check dining um availability and so you'll go in and you'll uh select your party size uh, and then you will select uh, the date that you want to go uh, to whatever um, restaurant it is. Um, once you do that, you can either select uh, by two different ways. You can search like the time period. So you can do breakfast, brunch, lunch, or dinner, or you can select um, a specific time. Uh, I suggest if you're looking for something like a super hard reservation to get, uh, you definitely want to do this at uh, the 60 day mark. Uh, because, you know, some of those restaurants, they do go, you know, at that 60 day mark. So, um, or, at, you know, sooner. So just make sure that you check at that 60 day mark. Uh, it is, there are the restaurants like Topolino's, uh, that are very, very, very difficult to get. Uh, so that's going to be one of those. But, um, I also suggest when you're looking for, you know, making reservations, um, do the, the, like the breakfast, and then also, like, if, if yes. something doesn't pop up that you like, then go for the time. Yep. So, you know, like me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A specific time, yes, yeah. for sure. Yes. So, it, like, if I select breakfast and, you know, everything pops up early in the morning, which you all know, I'm not doing early Because it's going to give breakfast. you, like, the least desirable ADR time within the breakfast window because they want you to book that because they, they're trying to get it. Yeah. yeah if you go, bre- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or the, you know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they're going to give you the more extremes, I think. Correct. Now you may get lucky and find one that actually fits Maybe. in the time window that you're looking for, but usually uh, dinner's you, like nine o'clock, you know, like yeah, I, exactly. I can't eat yeah, at nine o'clock. You're, you're not wrong. Uh, so, you know, for me, I'm looking, you know, at a, at a nine 30, 10 o'clock breakfast, you know, so then you click on the time and then it'll pull, pull up all the different restaurant options that are available um, at that time period. Now there is a little bit of a window. Uh, even if you p- select the time one, they usually do like a two hour window. So it's usually, I think um, two hours after when when you're um, looking at dining, the the time when that matters is at like that nine o'clock, ten o'clock window because for breakfast and sometimes you know the, the later time periods for lunch. 
Uh, although not as much, not that's not as big of a problem. It's breakfast that's the bigger problem because of the fact that some restaurants will pull up like say an eleven thirty or you know twelve o'clock option. That's not going to be breakfast. So just keep that in mind. Uh, if it pulls one of those up, you might want to look to see like what time the restaurant stops serving that specific meal that you're looking for. So you know just kind of play with the app in that regard. Um, you know, like there's a, a coral reef reservation at 11.55 on the day that I'm looking at, and I searched a 10 a.m. breakfast reservation. So, you know, Coral Reef doesn't serve breakfast, and they don't serve at 11.55. So uh, don't click on that and think, oh, I'm going to get breakfast at Coral Reef. You're, you're not. So <laughs> you may have to do a little bit of research in that. But yeah, and then you'll go through the prompts uh, to make your reservation, and um, you'll need to put a, um, a credit card number down. Uh, so it's just a guarantee. It's... Um, uh, for your reservation you'll only be charged in the event that you don't cancel that reservation so just keep that in mind and now it's what it's two hours out instead yeah, of 24 hours, yeah, that, that's so much better that gives you way more flexibility it does it does so i'm glad that disney made that change i know a lot of people are upset about the change but for me that's a great change and actually i am finding that day of yeah because people are canceling more. two yep. hours in advance now I'm finding a lot more availability. I know Agreed. a lot of people are worried, oh, there's going to be less availability. But I'm finding because they were able to cancel two hours in advance, availability is definitely increased. And things that were originally hard to get are maybe not so hard to get anymore. So that's a good tip. Okay, so we've kind of gone through like, that's like kindergarten level. We've gone through the basics. Now I want to tell you some yeah. of the stuff that you need to make sure you're using the My Disney Experience app to do to save you time and just that maybe you're not using this app to the full potential. My biggest thing is, use now back in the day it was mobile order like for food right and you can still do that we'll talk about that probably in a minute i'm telling you anytime you buy anything in a store that offers this mobile yes. order checkout this is the biggest hack ever this is still this is like when mobile order was in its infancy before covid nobody was using it you were like doo -doo 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 -doo. you'd walk up there get your food while everybody else was in line like you're some kind of vip mm -hmm. this is what this still is you can even use this at the expos at run disney so you just you there's a there's a thing again under the plus if you click that it says merchandise mobile checkout and it mm -hmm. gives you the options of the stores that have it and basically what you do is you just pick your thing off the shelf there and you use your camera to scan the the what's that the QR code or whatever not the QR code but the, the, the barcode, barcode. Yeah. Yeah. barcode for it. and yeah. it puts it right there and and you just you complete the transaction right there within the app because you got your credit card tied to your account here. And it even gives you your discounts because the thing is yep. in, in, in your app, and we'll talk about this in just a minute. There's a, there's a, when you try to go at your AP discount, like if you're buying something not through mobile checkout, I'll show you how you can prove if you're an AP holder, a Disney plus subscriber, a Disney visa. Cause it tells it, all this is in there. Cause it, if you use the same email address, it's all attached to your account. So anyway, it automatically knows I'm an AP holder. So it gives me my discount. Boom. Without even doing anything. It just says 20% off or whatever it is, 10% off. And I just scan, I hit the, like, I can Apple pay it. I can charge it to my room, whatever. And then I just got to take it and show it to the person who's at the like little kiosk there within the store that says mobile order checkout. I show it to them. They give me like a little clear bag and I'm out of there. And I skip the line and I just feel like, oh yeah, shopping is way better this way because I did not have to wait in a line. It is the greatest thing ever. If you're going to spend money, you can get in and out and. I use this like if I want to buy a bottle of Coke Zero, like I'm I know. A, I'll go into you know a, a creation shop, and grab me a bottle of Coke Zero, boop, 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 boom, I'm in and out like in a minute, and it's 
awesome. So Pam, do you do you use this? I, I my thing is I got to remember to use it though. But I, when I do, it's great. I do. Yeah, we use that all the time. I mean, I think it makes shopping a lot easier. Um, that little plus button gets used by us a lot. Yes. First of all, to order food, to check for dining availability, and the merchandise and mobile checkout. I mean, I, I think that those are huge things. Plus, you can also make and modify your park reservations using that plus too. So we use that plus a lot. Um, in addition, you can also get to your genie tip board using that plus as well. So, mm -hmm. okay. So I will, I will say though, not every uh, store is on the no. um, merchandise model checkout. So just keep that in mind. It's usually the bigger stores that are on that. So just yep. kind of know that going into it. But man, if it's there, it's awesome. So yeah, it definitely is. check. Okay. Spam, give us another kind of hidden thing that people might not know you can do with the app. Well, so I'm going to share the one that I um, like to share often because every time we're down there, my husband always says to me, how do I look for that again? And I will tell you, when you open your app and you're on the home screen, right next to the home screen is sort of, I always call it sort of a geographical locator button, right? I like, I am here. It looks like you dropped a pin there, right? So when you click on that, um, in a, it, you can do a bunch of things from this app, from this point. So if you click on that, up at the top of your screen, you're actually going to see a button to filter. And you can filter by location. Um, you can filter by Magic Kingdom or Epcot or other different things there. So let's say you're spending the day in the Magic Kingdom, right? You'll go to that location filter and go ahead and filter so that you only see things located in the Magic Kingdom Park, and then you hit apply. At that point, you can then go to see, um, select a category at the top of the screen. And you can choose to look at wait times. You can choose to look at attractions. You can choose to look and see where you're going to find characters there. You can even choose to see what dining is there, what entertainment is there. And folks, if you have to use a restroom, guess what? Nice. You can find it there too. It New will parents. show you the location. Yes. <laughs> So it's really easy. You're also going to be able to find photo pass photographers and whatnot. And the other really cool thing about this feature is after you've used the filter and when you're using one of those categories, let's say it is dining. In addition to showing you this overview on the map, the, the view that I like the most is to the right of it, you can say show list. And then it actually shows you the list of those things too. So you can click on, for instance, the dining and you can see, oh, Casey's Corner. And it tells you, you can mobile order there. Not only can you mobile order there, when you click on that particular restaurant, you can view the menu or choose to order now or do all those different things. So that little location button that's down at the bottom is something that get used a ton at our house. You can even choose the location to be, for instance, your resort. And again, you're going to go to that same location and filter and then um, click on, you know, apply and it will show you things only located at your resort. So using that button, you can do things like look at attractions like I like I said before, but also if you're at your resort, you can again look at the dining that is just specific to your resort. So that's something that we use constantly all the time. And while it's not hidden, it's something that I feel is not super intuitive unless you have done it a couple times. 
Um, and even if you have done it a couple times, it's like if it's been months since you've been there, you're going to be thinking to yourself, all right, I know I can filter and see only dining locations in the Magic Kingdom, but how do I do that? And then once, even once you do it, you're like, okay, great. I see this great big map. And I can like <laughs> use my fingers and zoom in on it, but I want to see everything that show list feature or hide list feature, I think is really useful as well. And you can go by. And so I've never, I'll be honest, I've never clicked on it. So again, what we're talking about here is when you're on that main screen here, it's there's the house on the bottom, on the bottom thing yes. with the five. <laughs> it's, Let's break it down. Yeah, for you. I mean, cause I, this is how this I got explained to me. So you got the plus button that everybody uses, but it's one to the left of the plus. It's that little, yeah. little uh, pin, you know, the geographical yeah. pin there. So click that. And here's the thing I like, cause I've never used this. I've always skipped it. I, I don't know why, but now right. like when you're, you're talking about, it, I was walking through it with you and I love it because when you click on like, say dining, you can even dine by cuisine. Like, you know, if you got a picky exactly. eater and they want like, you know, American, you know, like my kids, you know, I could do it by that. <laughs> but also, here's another thing I was going to talk about too. So for the sit down, so I clicked on Magic Kingdom for right now, and I saw that you can also do multiple filters. So I can see the wait times and dining yeah. at the same time. So I can kill two birds with one stone. I can see the lower wait times, but I can also, like, if I'm hungry, I can see, like, oh, well, I want to eat now. So I'm looking. So at the sit down restaurants, you may want to try to get one of those last minute ADRs. You try, you might want to try to get in be our guest. You thought, well, I couldn't get an ADR for the whole 60 days coming up to this, but maybe I can get one of those walk-up ADRs. I can join the walk-up list. Well, right now, walk-up's not currently available at be our guest because of high demand, but it would show up if it was. Because like right now, as I'm looking, the Diamond Horseshoe Review, 10-minute estimated wait. So I could click on that and join the walk-up list and get in. So say if I'm at the studios, now this would never happen to me because I still, they have a thing against me for sci-fi. I cannot get in sci-fi no matter what. I keep trying to do it. I haven't been list. in there in years. Dude, me neither. And everybody's like, I, I talked to all these people on the Monday shows. Like, yeah, I went to sci-fi. Not me. I, I, they have a force field against me. And I sat there outside, like join the wait list, never available. I was even at Pop Center trying to get in. Um, but this is another way to kind of to see like wait times. And if you're kind of like, just like, you know, you're fishing to try to get into a table service restaurant that maybe you want to get in, in that park, this is a good way to see it at the same time. Pam, that's a great tip. I love this. I know it really is. And it's just something that for some reason is not super intuitive, but it's super useful. I think like you, so many people just sort of skip over this, but it is really useful. The filter, you can drill down in the filter. Like like Mike said, when you're looking at dining in particular, you can not only sort by location and you can choose by more than one location, by the way, too. I can choose, let's say I'm staying at the Yacht Club and I'm like, I want to eat somewhere tonight and I'll eat anywhere in Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Boardwalk, Yacht Club, and Beach Club. Dude, I can choose a lot all of good of options those. there. I wish I was exactly. there tonight. <laughs> But you can choose, like Mike said, by cuisine. You can also choose by dining experience, whether reservations are accepted, maybe you want a buffet, maybe you're looking for character dining, all of those are choices and more. And if you're looking for quick service too, you can filter by the quick service locations that have mobile order, because that's what Mike likes. So he's yeah. going to be filtering yeah. by mobile order. And also they have a dining plan there. So whenever we get the dining yeah, plan I back. Yeah, that's such a tease. It says unavailable. <laughs> I, I know, like, oh, right? That's such a tease. Right? Yeah. I know. Joke. But you can do, um, you can also filter by price range too. So again, it's a really powerful tool because that's a lot of filters for that something is. to include or exclude. And this always works pretty well, I'm going to say. Now, knock on wood now. Watch. This is the thing I use all the time. And if it ever, if it breaks, I'll be upset. But no. This usually works really well. And so I love that the app has that. 
dude. I could order right now. I could order corn dog nuggets from Casey's. <laughs> it took me a while to get there, but man, those sound really you know. good right about now. But no, that's a, that's a great tip, and I mean, I'm going to use that little geographical thing in the filters. I mean, because here's the thing. I like to use my time when I'm riding the bus, say from like Pop Century to the Magic Kingdom yes. to kind of look at the lay of the land. You know, okay, I want to see like what the wait times look like. I'll even mobile order my lunch. You know, even if it's breakfast time, I'll get my mobile order thing in because you just got to push that I'm there. You can do that hours ahead of time if you're like locked in. You know, like when I go to the, the studios, I know I'm getting that buffalo, uh, you know, buffalo chicken uh, grilled cheese. So I just order it. And, you know, and I try to guess the time you can always modify the time, you know, like I'll put it like 12 o'clock, but if I'm hungry at 1130, I'll just modify it and get it at 1130. Usually you can do that. You know, there's, there's a lot of flexibility there and you can, you know, when you got downtime, you can get in and be proactive with the app too. That's what I found out over the years. I agree. That's the thing. I mean, I think that uh, at times every now and then you hear a complaint that, um, because of my Disney experience, you, um, are forced to spend more time on your phone. And I'm like, eh, that doesn't, that's not an argument that really resonates well with me because I feel like I only tend to use it during other times. And also, by the way, only one person in your family would ever need to use the app. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, to do it for your whole family. And when you see families whose nose are in the phone, it's the whole family who's right. in the phone. They aren't making my Disney experience like choices or anything. They're doing other stuff. So even like when you make, let's say you are going, you have Genie Plus and you're going to make your Lightning Lane reservations, um, one person can do it for the whole party. Right. So it doesn't require you really to spend that much more time on the phone. You, um, like Mike, I tend to do it when I have a little downtime, like, uh, you know, in transportation or on the way to something, or even when I'm in a queue waiting for something else to happen, then I'm looking at my phone saying, okay, what am I going to do next? What are the wait times look like? Stuff like that. So. All right, Ricky, give us a pro level tip for this app. What else All can right. Do All right. Are you ready for this one? So this is a fantastic tip that I am so glad Disney added. They added this um, relatively recently. So if you you have been uh, recently and you drive, this is just the most handy tip. And that is the fact that you can now, they can now in the app do a car locator. So when you park your car in the parking lot, you can actually pull up the My Disney Experience app, and there's going to be a uh, a button that says car locator. You click on that in the app, and then you can actually, now it, it works two different ways. One is if you're there, and it can use location services to actually find and save your parking details. And I've done this, and this actually does work relatively well. I mean, it knows pretty much which you know lane I've parked in, uh, and it will, you know, save that, you know, app uh, or save the location for me, you know, when I'm, I do it when I'm walking to, you know, either the front gates or when I'm walking to take the tram. But if for some reason, like it says, oh, hey, we think you're, you know, in SCAR, you know, 116 or whatever, and you're actually in SCAR 117, you can actually just save your vehicle location, you know, manually as well. Um, so all you have to do is just, you know, manually enter that information. And then at the end of the night, when you are ready to leave and you're like, oh, no, I forgot where I parked my car because inevitably, like, you know, you're not going to remember. Uh, you can actually pull it up and it will say, hey, you parked your car in, you know, SCAR 117, which I know is probably not the right, you know, number, but 
I'm just going with it. So, you know, it'll tell you, hey, that's where you parked. And uh, you can now find your car in 117 is going to be a challenge. Uh, I can't that's tell you the number of times where I'm like, I can't. I, I thought I didn't think I walked this far, but, uh, you know, I definitely did. Uh, so, you know, that's a challenge in itself. But uh, the fact that you will have the location uh, a little bit more handy is uh, is a huge thing. So, yeah. Good tip. Yeah, that's a new thing. So here's another thing that I don't know if people know you can do this. You can unlock your hotel room door with your phone. Now, this works if you're like, if your magic band isn't working, say you're staying in the 90s at Pop Century. Not that this has ever happened to me, but it has. And you get out there and you're, you know, you're tired. You got your bag and you're, you know, you're doing this move, right? You're the, you're, the, uh, you're trying to bend and you're getting your magic band up to the door. Boom, boom. And it just keeps giving you the old red light, red light, red light, red light. You're like, oh, just want to get in my room. Just want to get in my room. You have one last shot. And if you go in, and I believe it's under, um, where is it? It's under uh, Resort Hotel. If you click on that, there's an option in there. And I'm like, of course, my app's locked up. <laughs> so I'm going to restart it. But under Resort Hotel, there's a thing that says, and I would try this anyway, even if your Magic Band is working. Because when you do this, because you use the RFID in your phone, yeah. is that, especially if you have a kid, it's going to give you, this cool like animation it'll do like a little pixie dust sound it'll go like it does little you know stars and it opens up your door it's kind of magical like i love i love this and i've used it many times rather than my magic band just to open my door it's it's kind of a backup little system but if you don't have a magic band or your room key it works and, and it always it's always worked for me it's true and steve uses it actually exclusively because he doesn't like to wear a magic band um and he um just will use his phone to open the door nine times out of 10. So that's a cool, I mean, it is a really cool feature and it is kind of magical too. It sort of is a, a Mickey, Mickey head um, made out of pixie dust when you hold it up to yep. the the thing to unlock the door. So it is, love fun. That. It is okay. So get, what else can we use in this thing? There's so much in it now. Look at it. I know. Right. Okay. So here's another little tip down here. We're going to go all the way to the right at the bottom of the screen. There's the hamburger. Yep. You have the ability when you click on that to actually chat with Disney. So let's say you're encountering a problem being when you're at home linking a ticket or linking a reservation or making a reservation or you're in the park and you're encountering some kind of technological challenge with it. You can actually chat with Disney in at that point and you just go ahead and click it and they can help with uh, most of the other activities, you know, going on there, most of the challenges you may have. Now, if they can't, they'll refer you, they'll give you the phone number then of someone that you can contact. But that's a really useful figure to just ask questions, to say, um, I'm having a technology issue or whatnot. I think that that's really useful too. And also if you go to that hamburger, there's a lot of other things that are um, really important as well. There are. So, and that's a good tip because, I mean, you're always trying to get help. I mean, if you're standing in a line, you just have a question. Why not shoot it right there in the chat and see if you exactly get an answer again, you know, it's stuff in there that I've never used, but I'm not against using. So Ricky, what else would you use this for? Okay. So this one I just found and I think it's, wow. I mean, this is really cool. Um, so in the, under the little hamburger thing, uh, you click on healthcare services and Disney, uh, actually has a connection with Avent health. 
Um, and apparently, like, there's a way for you to, like, click on it and visit Avent Health's portal, uh, which is which is really interesting. Um, and it'll allow you to go to the web um, and, and, like, you know, get to Avent Health. They actually have, uh, for video visits and stuff like that, um, urgent care, uh, you can get, like, prescription deliveries, stuff like that. So, like, that's really helpful. Um, I didn't know that existed until I started looking in the app. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it here, too, through that event health, and it shows, you know, somebody doing like a telehealth kind of call right. there from the resort hotel room. I mean, this is one of those things that is a parent and Ricky's a new parent, Pam, you know, we're parents that if you have a little one, I mean, this we hear this from our guests, right? You never know when a kid's going to get strep throat or, you know, get some kind of a bug and earache when they're down at Walt Disney World. And this is just to me, knowing this is there is 90 percent of the reason I would want to have this here. Like, right. just know. exactly. Yeah. So, like I said, I didn't even know this existed until we just started looking in the app, and, you know, to, to do the show. And I was like, huh, that's actually really helpful for people. Because, you know, inevitably, when you are down there and you have a child who's sick or you yourself are sick or whatever, you're, the, a lot of the questions are, oh, no, how do I get to the doctor? Or, you know, where's the closest, you know, hospital down in Orlando or whatever, whatever you need. So this is a really helpful way to, to do that for sure. Cool. Okay. So real quick, a fun thing to do real quick on the app that you can do right now is you can use these photo pass lenses, kind of like Snapchat lenses. I was using these this afternoon. There's a haunted mansion one. There's a Encanto. There's, there's all kinds. So go in there about half of them. You can use right now from home. So if you're kind of missing Walt Disney world and you want to have some fun, you want to look like you're in one of the portraits in the haunted mansion, get in there, have a good time. Some have animations like fireworks and we'll put some sunglasses on you there's one where it really looks like you're eating a Mickey bar. So and you, it kind of stinks because you don't get to taste it, but it's a cool picture for social media. But there's some that, you know, while you're down there, you got to be like in the hub at the Magic Kingdom to get the Pink Castle. Um, you got to be an Epcot for some, you know, all the parks. But that's kind of a fun thing. I mean, when we're down there sharing on social media, that's something that like I think Mallory get a kick out of. I mean, what? What am I saying? I'll get a kick out of it, but <laughs> don't lie, Mike, Stop. you know, it's you. I'm a 15 year old girl, <laughs> but you know, so it's just one of those things they threw in there for fun. Obviously it benefits them because probably there's a share button right there. You can save it to your camera roll. You can also share it to social media. They want you to do that, but I mean, you're on vacation, have fun, tell show everybody eating a fake Mickey bar. But then here's the important part. Go eat a real Mickey bar and take a picture. <laughs> Don't true. just and eat a fake that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't just eat the fake Mickey bar. You're at Walt Disney world eat a real one and an ice exactly. cream sandwich both okay pam yeah, what else so also in that air that we've been talking about that hamburger button when you click it this is actually the place where you can go ahead and give a cast compliment yes yes and i love that they have that i really do they've made it so easy to make that happen um so go ahead and click that button if you have a cast member and you can give a bit of the details about the magical experience that you had but again i think that this is really cool that disney made this so much easier to do than it used to be able to do it's actually um you have to scroll down a little bit to see it but they're gonna ask um you know what you're acknowledging the cast member for send magic to a cast member for and you have a few different things to choose from actually a pretty good list and then you want to um say the location where the cast member was and the cast member name or and hometown if you remember it and also the date of your interaction and you can do that and i know that those go right to that cast member so that's a very cool thing or to the cast members leader who then yes. will share it with them, I believe. So 
It's so easy, right? That you don't have it to is. take because you can do it in the queue. You don't have to walk to City Hall, you know, like exactly, yeah. exactly. You don't have to like ah, oh, I forgot to do it. You know, you can do it when you're back at Pop Century, like ah, you know, forgot. Boom, put it in. Okay, Ricky, one last thing from the app. What do you see? So the last thing is is that they actually have some really kind of fun. Now, if you're on social media or you know in the Disney community all the time, you may see these, you know, just posted uh, on on Disney social media sites, but. Um, they have like different like stories that you can, you know, learn more about the parks or, uh, you know, learn more about like for right now, you know, there's a, uh, it's, it's earth month. So they have like spotlights on like animal experts at animal kingdom. Um, you know, they have, uh, right now, uh, the fact that you can make a video for, um, you know, the 50th, you know, you could take the pictures from your 50th anniversary trips at, or trip. I and just then did. Make a, uh, that a was, fun... that was the sound you heard earlier. That was me making a video. Cause I was doing that. <laughs> Got it. Make a fun video. Um, you know, they have, um, like I said, a lot of it right now is, is for An animal kingdom because they just celebrated their 25th anniversary. So they have like 25 facts from 25 years. Um, you know, just just things like that, that you can learn more about the parks. Um, and, you know, I just think that that's really great and a, a, a really fun way to, you know, um, pass the time if you are standing in line and you do want to, you know, usually get on your My Disney Experience app and learn more about where you're at, you know, or, or the animals or, you know, whatever um, article. And I use that in quotes because, you know, it's a video article, but, you know, whatever uh, you've got, you know, they've got going on in the parks for for that time period. It's, it's kind of handy and helpful. Absolutely. And I think if you're getting excited for your next trip, you know, like you got, oh, yeah. you're, you're two months out and you're just, you're just, you know, hankering to get there. You're listening to a podcast. You're like, God, I just can't wait to get back to Walt Disney World, but I don't get to go till the summer. You know, look at the homepage on the app. I mean, there's a lot of content there. Of course, and we haven't talked about like you can buy Genie Plus. You can see, you know, that's where you're going to make your Genie Plus selections. That's where you're going to buy individual lightning lanes. Obviously, that's where you'll join the virtual queues. I mean, we could talk about that stuff, but that stuff's pretty straightforward. But like Ricky said, there's good content here to get you jazzed up. I mean, it's going to show you all your PhotoPass pictures from the past year or so that, you know, from previous trips and people that you're linked to through friends and family will be on there. So I always see interesting pictures of like Ricky and Brian and Scott and his family, Pam and her family. Um, if you're an annual pass holder, you get the annual pass holder little magazine there. It's called the pass holder buzz. So you can read through that. It talks to you about magic bands, what your magic band will do, your magic band plus. So you can learn about that so that you're getting all the capabilities out of that when you arrive. It's just it's getting you jazzed up, but it's also giving you fun information to get the most out of your trip when you're there. Exactly. The, the last thing I wanted to tell you is because Disney's kind of moving away from those plastic annual pass holder cars to show yes. like you're an AP holder for like when you go into a store to get a discount. What they're going to say is they're going to say, you know, show it to me on the My Disney Experience app. And the way you do that is you go again to the hamburger menu, the three lines, and then there's a thing that says my profile under the all those boxes is the top thing. It says my profile. And if you just go to memberships and passes, it'll pop up and it'll show you what you're a member of. So it'll tell you, like me, I'm a Walt Disney World annual pass holder until May 28th. That's when I got to pay the piper again. Um, thank, thank God for Disney Visa because that'll be my rewards points. I know I just paid mine too. <laughs> there, go, there go all those rewards points for the year, right out the door. But yep. um, you know, it, it's funny though because I use just one email address, so it also says I'm a Disney Visa card holder and Disney Plus subscriber. So you know, it, it knows all that stuff, and that's that's how you prove if you want to get your discounts just right there. So you could just you know, just, it's real handy. You just go to the app, hit the ham hamburger menu, my profile, memberships and passes, and that's mm -hmm. what I've used. So. That's my last tip, Pam, anything else? And we'll close it out. And hopefully people have gotten one nugget or two that'll help them, you know, get more out of this on their next trip. 
It does. It helps to sort of play around with it before you leave, um, the, before you leave home so that you're sort of familiar with it. The one thing I will mention is too on that hamburger um, screen again, that's where that has the play Disney parks app. Mm -hmm. And when you're, um, especially in um, Galaxy's Edge, there's some things you can do, but there's games that you can play throughout the whole parks. And if you're inclined to sort of do things like that, that may be a section of the app that you want to check out too. Um, actually, I know when I stayed at Galactic Star Cruiser, the play app we used constantly. That's a big part of your experience there. Um, but it absolutely is available in the parks too. And you can even do stuff from home as well. All right. So here's the deal. You know, it's the weekend now. We're going to have a great weekend. I'm going to hope that you have an awesome weekend, but on social media this weekend, if we left out your favorite tip for using the My Disney Experience app, please tweet it to me at Mike. I'm going to retweet that for the good of the cause so that we can kind of get all these other apps and tips uh, tips for the app out there so that hopefully I can learn to use the app better myself with my family when we go down in July. And also all of us for the good of the cause. We can all help each other get the most out of these apps and have a better experience. That's what this podcast is all about. You know, having fun, sharing memories, but also making the most of these awesome Disney vacation. So again, at BR Guest Mike, let me know your favorite tip for using the Buy Disney Experience app. All right, we're going to jump out of here and wish you a great weekend. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. One of the great things, we don't talk about this often, but you know, you're going to pay the same price booking directly through Disney as you will booking with us at The Magic for Less. It supports the show. It supports a small business. That's a great thing. But also, I think this is one of the best things going. When you book with The Magic for Less, you get these tips in your email periodically not you know we don't spam you but you're going to get them like once a week you know just kind of get you excited for your trip and what they're going to tell you tips like this they're going to tell you how to get the most out of the my disney experience app they're going to tell you hey it's almost time to make your adr so let's start thinking about you know uh, how do you want to go about that you know what what are you thinking you know or just make sure you got those theme park reservations lined up or you know we keep you excited how about thinking about memory maker you know here's some of the advantages of getting that Here's the cost. You know, we just, we're always giving you tips so that you have information to make good choices for your Disney vacation. We just want you to have the information. We don't want you to go to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or go on a cruise and say, I didn't know that, you know, it's kind of the worst thing. You go on a vacation, like, I wish I would have known mm -hmm. before I left home about this or that. We try to give you, and they're fun. I'll tell you, our agents are great at writing these tips because they're always current. They're always up to date, but they're always written from a fan perspective. Because one thing about our agents is we're Disney geeks. We love the place. I mean, I'm sitting here behind a microphone. I do this five times a week. I love talking sure. about Disney. I love it. So when we write, the, and, and all of our agents are like this. I mean, they don't all talk into microphones like, like a fool like me. But they're all just as passionate Disney fans as I am. So the thing is, you're going to get great kind of pixie dust in your inbox. It's going to give you information, but more than that, it's going to get you excited for your trip too. So it's kind of twofold there. So when you book with us, that's kind of a little bonus that you get every time. So just swing by the magicforless.com, fill out that quote form. We'd love to work with you this weekend and moving forward here in 2023 and be patient. 2024 trips will come out eventually. I promise you it's not happening yet, but it will happen. It always does. As soon as hang tight we'll make it and uh, i'd love to work with you so again check them out today over at the magic for less.com please also use our amazon affiliate link it helps us uh throughout the year it's be our slash amazon and thank you to our patrons you guys love to put these shows out all the time and i can't thank you enough for that if you'd like to get that bonus show called mike in the midwest we'd love to have you coming over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give ricky a follow on social media at ricky nibs r-i-k-k-i and i-b-s Pam's at TMFLT Pam, and I'm at Be Our Guest Mike, Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to talk to you this weekend. 
And of course, join us Sunday night. Scott and I will be on the air taking your calls. It's the BOGP open line on Facebook and YouTube at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be looking for your call. All right, we're going to jump out of here and wish you a great weekend. So until we talk again, for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.